Hello, everybody. Welcome to the commentary for Henderson and Havener, episode 15. I am your co-creator, co-writer, co-director, Jeffrey Bridges, and I am here with my co-everything... Susan Bridges, hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, unfortunately, George, our assistant director, was unable to join us this time because... Um, we recorded this earlier. We actually recorded it with George, and it was lovely, but then the recording kind of got messed up for some reason. Yeah, it didn't come out right, unfortunately, and so we had to re-record this, and he's not with us. But I've got some notes about the things he said, so we'll be mentioning that as we go along. Yes? Yes, yes. Cool. This is the uh, first episode where uh, uh, Captain... And Sparks both appear in the opening credits um, instead so of yes, instead of new like guest stars or whatever. Um, and George said that he liked very much that the opening credits were expanding like that, and he thought maybe they should get their own show, <laughs> which is not going to happen. But you know, it was a good good joke. So. I think the best way to ruin a joke is to say it's a good joke. Well, that was a good joke. Okay, I ruined it. But George told a good joke, so he did. Good for George. Yes. And he said uh, that he thought Philip had a truly fantastic voice, which is true. He does. And we've been giving him more to do in the opening and closing credits this season, so he doesn't because just have to not? say right. He doesn't have to just say the same things every episode. Is something meant to assist you suddenly causing you endless grief? Actually, yes. See, Something you tried to help out, tried to guide. Captain has had enough. Captain is very tired of all of this nonsense. You've got some strange handcuffs, Cap. <laughs> George really liked that line. Um, and he, he put that little bit of uh, extra space before it for emphasis, the little the timing bit, so it would stand out, because he, he really dug it. So It came out hilarious, so it was excellently done. Dodge that bullet. Oh, what? Because I'm a man? That bothers you? No, because you're my girlfriend's ex-boss. That would just be awkward. Am I right? That's all he's concerned about, you know, making it weird. Please, don't. You're uh, recording this live in three, two. Oh no, it's live. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> the best decision he's ever made. It will never come back to bite him, I'm sure. Being a known associate of Los Angeles crime boss, Ellery Sparks. What do you have to say to these allegations, Mr. Henderson? <clears throat> well, look. So this is um. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Some more nonsense, um, but it's not quite nonsense. But it's nonsense. Uh, it's it's their code that's coming back uh, all the way back from the first episode um, of the season of this season, right? And uh, George really dug that because that was the first episode he worked on, and uh, the code was in there with um, Sparks using it. So he thought it was very cool that it came back and he got to mix it again, and it's hilarious and weird. Cold fridge. What you think was gonna happen, Chiefy? I mean, he should have known better. Well, I would prefer not to, but it was a Look, Chiefy just tries. Oh, fabulous! Thanks. What are you doing? You can't interview him on air before we've even filed all the paperwork. 
The news waits for no one, Captain. It's just a that gross miscarriage of justice. Useful. You know, nothing major. My message will be heard. <laughs> Your message was nonsense. Right? Nonsense. So uptight, Captain. That was heard. Oh, I'm going home to count my toe pantaloons. Hooray for toe pantaloons coming back. I think that was an ad lib by Tom. What? You want me to whack him for your boss? <laughs> this is Brian Reed uh, playing our meathead. Um, and uh, George was incredibly fond of his voice and performance. He thought it was fantastic. And uh, he said that finding uh, sound effects for uh, walnuts cracking on abs was, you know, interesting. So, yes, we make it um, difficult. Sorry, George. <laughs> But it sounded good, so he did a good job, right? Yeah, we have a long history of saying, Good luck, director! <laughs> we're, we're not mean, really. Usually. See, knowing what his code was, you can go back and figure out the code, and you can figure out what Sparks was saying back in the first episode, and, you know. Even though, really, who's going to do that? Or you... Cat's <laughs> performance is um, so over the top and hysterical, it fits perfectly into the show. It does. Actually, there's a lot of over the topness in the show. It really feels like normal almost in comparison. Well, right, that's what I mean. It fits in perfect because everything in the show is completely over the top. There's no top, it's just everything's over, over the top. <laughs> that was cat. We didn't write beeswax into the script, but it fits really well. So, good, good job, George, uh, choosing that take. If I may have your attention, ladies, welcome to the Aegean Consul's big and terrific party time. VIP party with the best name ever, mm. right? Yeah. Please let me introduce you to our guest of honor, the Aegean Consul. George said that he really liked the intrigue that was running through this episode and thought it all uh, led up to the finale very nicely. So be sure you come back next month to hear that, the season finale. And this is uh, Darian Lindell as our Aegean Consul. Uh, she gave two completely different takes of every line uh, with different voices. Uh, one with sort of her normal voice and uh, this accented one um we left it up to george and he picked the um the accented version he said oh i'm gonna quote him now uh wait where do you go uh, it added more color to the audio palette so he's very fancy that george we like to keep the press involved but if you are not presently look i have something very important to tell you away from sensitive ears all right Nope, nothing weird about that. <laughs> nothing at all. It's perfectly normal. Especially when you end up in... This is the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, look in the mirror. And I love how she just moves on. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, that's right. Okay. Now, this was set up uh, back a few episodes earlier when Henderson and Havner had their date. And Bobby mentions that uh, the console where Henderson has been working security at nights uh, looks a lot like her. So... You can go back and check that out. There's there's some actual setup and foreshadowing there. Huh? Huh? Although I would never wear something so darky. I mean, 
Your dress looks like you turned a flag into a bathing suit. The police captain has a similar one. It's quite fetchy. <laughs> Not the person to be taking fashion advice from BT Dubs. Um, but that's neither here. George nor loved that. He said he likes I the long-running jokes. Sure. So, like you know, the fact that Let Bobby can't stand me. the way Captain dresses way back to the first yeah. season. I you know. Be out there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> really, 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 really super sorry. Um, but it's. it's I'm it's sure that's only three or four crimes being committed at once. But she has her reasons, you know. Don't worry. You'll find out soon. I like this triumphant music here, which George said he, he picked because he wanted to give Bobby a moment. He felt she'd earned it. So it's her big, you know, going to save the world moment, or so she thinks. Right. She's well convinced that this is exactly the right thing to do. Exactly. And when has she ever been wrong? I mean, come on. American Idol? Those are the only idols I know. <laughs> Havner is horrified. Oh my god. <laughs> By so many things. I mean, I uh, know there's a great ad lib in here, the bit rugs, about uh, yoga clothes. Yoga clothes to the there they are. Store. Um, as you know, uh, we've mentioned many times, uh, she's like the ad lib queen in this show uh, all the time. So uh, George is very fond of it. He thinks it's awesome that she's so in tune with her character yes. that she can ad lib that much. And and if there's any anybody who was ever really in tune with a character, an actor, yeah, it's it's Em and uh, Bobby. So. We agreed quite wholeheartedly. Yes. I'm good. But what if it's look at my pecs. Sorry, I got distracted by my unrepentant. Not that Joe and Henderson aren't, you know, deeply in tune with each other. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. There is your episode 15. Yay! Awesome. So sorry again that uh, the recording didn't work and George wasn't able to join us, but he will be back for the season finale next month in yes! episode 16. So be sure you come back for that. And we will talk to you then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You're going to be okay with that. Yeah, you are. Oh. <laughs> that was very forceful. Um, not really. I kind of, that was a relaxed forcefulness. Okay. Okay. See you next month, folks. Bye! For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.